Time for Talk of the Town with Lisa Kay. Back on KTOE with our Master Gardeners today on Talk of the Town. We've got Joyce and Kim in studio. How are you ladies doing? Awesome. Good morning. Fine. Good morning. Oh, here we go on a finally Friday with some nice soaking rain. And I'm still, have you cleaned up anything? Are we supposed to be waiting still? No, or? I've cleaned up a bunch of stuff. I couldn't I'm, wait any longer. No, I'm working on it because stuff, now stuff has popped yep. such that you can tell what's what. Um, I haven't been like rushing around to do it, but I, I do a little every day and, mm-hmm. and, uh, by the end of summer, I'll have it clean. <laughs> right. I think, you know, a little bit at a time, we don't want to go too crazy on this and the, the, the weather outside, if it's rainy, I like, this is a good time to get any of those early weeds cause they just pop right out. Yep. Oh yeah. Easy yep. enough. Especially, this is a very good time to be pulling out. If there's some grass growing places that you don't want grass growing like around your flower beds Mm -hmm. it it comes out just with very little trouble pull that out and put something new in you just want to be careful where you step too when it's wet that you're not like uh compacting your soil too much around your plants okay maybe sometimes a little little piece of cardboard or something that or a like a piece of plywood or a piece of wood that you can step on even to disperse your weight a little bit more is kind of good that's a good idea yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, I know the Master Gardener plant sale is coming up. I've got it on the calendar behind me. I don't know if you can see back there, but it's it's coming up. So we want to talk about that. We're super excited about that. Well, the just to remind people, the location is where we had a plant sale last fall, yes. and it's up at uh, Messiah Lutheran Church in Upper North Mankato. You just go up Lower Ray Drive, and the church is right there. Mm-hmm. You, there'll be signs. You can't miss it. It's plenty of parking, big church parking lot, and there's a gazebo. Um, outside of the church, and that's where the sale will be. Yep. Um, if there's a little rain, we'll be hunkered down in yeah. there, but we'll still be there. But you know, the long range, the, the sale is a week from Saturday. Mm-hmm. So On the 20th, right? May 20th. And the long range forecast is really for next week, once we get through this uh, deluge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Next week is supposed to be, you know, like 70s and warm and sunny. So I'm Perfect. confident. Yeah. We'll have good weather. Yeah. Well, do you know what's going to be there so far? Have you been chatting as a Master Gardener group about what kind of things that are coming? We bring a little bit of everything. There's vegetables, there's uh, flowers, there's annuals, there's perennials. Um, I know that there's a lady that has been growing some of uh, our Master Gardener, Harvey, grew tomatoes for years mm-hmm. and peppers. And I know that there's another lady that's been growing them um, with his guidance. So they'll be oh, there. Okay. And usually there's, yeah, it's a pretty good selection of tomatoes. He's been doing that for years. Yes. And he's just reached the point where it's too hard for him, but another person stepped in and using his greenhouse out at his place, she's she's doing the work, which is kind of cool. And he's donated those tomatoes and peppers for years, and they're really good quality. Right. So um, that for sure will be there. Mm -hmm. With a lot of people... You're going to see um, hostas because hostas need to be divided it's about every three years. It's time to do that. Yeah. And other perennials that are, um, you know, can take over if you don't keep them under control. Um, one is the evening primrose. And mm. I've got some of that. It's really nice. It's got a really pretty uh, yellow flower. But now I have three times as much as I want. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, yes. so and that's that's one thing that we do as master gardeners. We we sort of, you know, 
kind of clean up our beds and get things back under control and share it, you know. And, and mm-hmm. our prices are always very reasonable. Mm-hmm. And this is the time where people are really out looking for things. Yes. And what oh, yeah. better way to buy something? I mean, you can go to a big box store and buy your things, but you're not going to get that education that you're going to get if you purchase from the Master Gardener plant yeah. sale. Yeah, like I've noticed a lot being out shopping too that I've heard conversations where people are asking like, well, what is this? Well, is this full sun? Well, how do I grow it? How do I water it? You can come there and you can ask those questions there. Um, That's the perfect place to come and get some of that information. We like uh, beginner gardeners, um, intermediate gardeners, and we'll call them expert gardeners. Mm -hmm. I think everybody is at a different level of gardening and we welcome them all. And there's no question that's silly to ask because... At one point, we didn't know it. Right. And there's questions we don't know how to answer that we will help you get the answer. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll leave a card and connection. I'm with sure you as and master gardeners, you go to each other like mm-hmm. somebody that's oh, got yeah. more we experience. Do. Well, we people, do. Everybody brings something different to the table. I know that's yeah. a little cliche, but some people in our group are just experts about certain perennials. Mm-hmm. And these, I can't even recognize what the per- perennial, what the name is, and they mm-hmm. know all about it. And then, yep. but then if you try to talk to them about tomatoes, they have this look on their face like, what are you talking about? That would be me. (laughs) Yep, I'm more of team flower than team veggies. I still, but like we can get into that at some point, but I think it's important to incorporate both of them. I've noticed a lot more pollinators uh, using vegetables more in my garden, not necessarily for me to grow and enjoy to eat and can, but for bringing the pollinators to my garden for my flowers. Right. So that's kind of, yeah, come down and chat with us even if you don't want to buy plants. And we have a number of, you know, some people are being cashiers and some people are being arrangers, but other people are just coming to be on hand for information and mm-hmm. to chat with the public. And we, we always have a really good turnout. Right. And, and that we, is part of the job of, of yeah. being a master gardener exactly. is that education, that public education yeah, to we, everybody else. We love that. I was just actually at the Child, Children's Science Museum here in town and gave a little talk about pollinators to a bunch of kids at their level. So like it's super fun to talk to all ages. Was that the beehive that that you showed me a picture of? Yes, yes, yep. We did a little pollinating with uh, little foam bees and um, some painted flowers. They took care of that for me. They pollinated my flowers. That's awesome. So they kind of learned a little lesson about that. So yeah. 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 And so if we come to the plant sale on the 20th, uh, what are the hours that we're we're going to be showing? We we start, we set up earlier, but no early sales. We don't start selling till 10 o'clock. And usually... Um, by we've been doing this for years. By noon, we're sold out. Okay, so, so come at ten. Don't so, come. You yeah. know, maybe park at ten to ten, but just be ready to. And we doors don't, open at ten, kind of so to speak. We don't run any specials. The price is what it is. Okay. You know? yeah. So it's not like it. It would be of a benefit to come later and think I'm gonna, you know, get some wild deal here because you're not. <laughs> <laughs> you're not. No. <laughs> no early bird sales. No late sales. But and, we and, we do welcome donations too. Yeah. Even if you don't buy a plant, right? feel free to come and donate. Absolutely. In fact, yep. I had somebody just stop me. I can't remember where I was the other day saying, you know, I have such and such. Is there any? I said, sure. Just for, you, could, you can donate anything you want. It was one of those situations where they were trying to thin something down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And people are glad to get it, you know, um, to a point. Like, you know, there's certain things that <laughs> to a point. Cer- certain things like uh, if you've had uh, Lily of the Valley. Oh, you know, yes. that can get so out of control. Yes. Except I had a person, this was really funny, a couple of days ago I was at one of the local garden centers and a person that I used to work with stopped me and said, Joyce, I bought that lily of the valley last year at your plant sale. Mm. You guys told me it was foolproof. And you know what? I killed most of it off. <gasps> and I said, 
did you plant it in the shade? Well, no, I just have sunny spots. And I said, well. <laughs> it likes the shade. It, it likes, likes the, the shade. shade. So, you know, sometimes people, I, you know, if you don't live and breathe gardening like we do, obviously some of the stuff wouldn't, wouldn't you know, you wouldn't realize it. But mm-hmm. when we give you the directions, this is sunny, this is shade, that usually is pretty accurate. You need to follow that. Some things cannot grow in the heat of the day. Right. Hey, so. but that's what I call an experiment. You know, if you're willing to put $5 down on an experiment, try it. See what happens. You never know. Then you know it doesn't grow in the sun. Well, so speaking of those things, now that we're starting to uncover and we're taking a look at the perennials that are popping up, is there anything that we should be doing specifically to care for those spring perennials that are coming back? Yeah. I think the things that Kim and I were talking off the Mm -hmm. air about the fact that, you know, lilacs are really popular and there's all kinds of lilacs around. We've said this every year for about the last that I'm aware of. <laughs> but people need to remember, sometimes a plant can look a little ragged in the spring and you got a dead branch here and there and you want to you know, do some nipping and tucking there. The thing to remember about lilacs is don't do any major pruning till after the bloom. Okay. Yeah, that's if, really if, key, after you, the bloom. If you cut anything back, chances are you're cutting off the flower tips. They bloom on old wood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And as a result, you're going to have a probably a lovely bush, but no blooms. Okay. And they and will set their buds after the bloom. So exactly. if you trim them shortly after the bloom, you can go back a third and kind of keep an eye and clean out all the dead stuff that didn't have any leaves that grow up on it. You know, you get like all those volunteers that come up underneath. Right. They kind of crowd out the plant. And if you cut them off and clean it up, then it can breathe a little better. It ends up being healthier overall. And you won't cut off the new buds that are setting then exactly the other plants that come to my mind that do need some spring work are usually like if you have honeysuckle or if you have clematis mm-hmm. you're gonna clematis you know some people cut it back to the ground and comes up every year and it's beautiful some people don't it, it just depends on how you want to do it but if you're not cutting it back to the ground um, you're going to want to nip out any dead stems because not every stem is going to come back to life every year. Yeah. It just doesn't, especially okay. if it's an older plant. The other thing about clematis, they're, they're heavy feeders. This time of the year, I mean, they're obviously they're coming to life. You want to give them a good dose of fertilizer. They can't, mm-hmm. they, they need to have cool roots year round, but they need fertilizer. Okay. They, they don't survive. And the kind of fertilizer, just your regular 10, 10, 10, you don't have to do anything special with that, but you want to fertilize. Um, the other thing I have, I have, we have a, an orange, a mock orange, which some people probably don't even know what that is, but it's an old, real, it's been there probably a hundred years. I mean, it really, really is old, but it's got some dead stems here and there. And, you know, you want to, you want to clean that up and, and nip that up too. But the other thing with that, again, they bloom a beautiful white flower. It smells like oranges. It's mm-hmm. really, really nice, mm-hmm. but you don't want to be nipping that too much until it blooms because, you're going to probably be cutting off some of the flowering stems. But any of those, any old shrubs generally need some attention every year. And mm-hmm. don't forget to fertilize. Even if something has been around since you can remember, it still needs fertilizer. Some, some, plant, some plants, perennials, will actually be happier and produce more blooms, too, if you divide them every couple of years. I don't know if um, anybody notices that like sometimes your hostas will grow and end up looking like they're growing in a ring and the yeah. center is died out. Yeah. So now is the time of year to look at them while they're coming up and they've got these little fingers coming up out of the ground and you can see them before they unfurl and it's really hard to divide them. 
Um, now is the time to divide those and kind of you can take one that has been there for five years and cut it into five or six even. Right. right. You know, My girlfriend they, just gave me a bunch of them. Yeah. Usually you want to leave like five or six. Is it like five little pieces of uh, fingers? Stems, that, yeah. yeah. Stems that are sprouts that are coming up. You usually want to leave about that many. Okay. Um, and then you'll have a really happy new hosta and you just cut out that dead part and maybe put a new piece in where that was. Master Gardeners Joyce and Kim joining us here on Talk of the Town today to talk a little bit about what's going on out in our flower beds and our vegetable gardens. Uh, now is the time where people are choosing uh, whether you go to the Master Gardener plant sale that's coming up on the 20th um, or to one of our local uh, nurseries that are in town here. But people are picking bedding plants and flowers and their veggie plants. They're, p- they're picking them out no matter where you get them. Um, what should we be looking for? How do we know what we're getting? Look for healthy plants. Okay. Don't try. What does that mean? Don't too? try and be a rescuer of the garbage pile. That's you know <laughs> the clearance pile that's in the corner, the one that looks like the Charlie Brown tree, um, that maybe is missing the leader stem. Don't try and be the rescuer of all those plants unless you're willing to try an experiment at your cost you know, then, right yeah then just know what you're getting yourself into feel free to do that but you could be welcoming even things like disease um and that's not something i would want for anybody well the other some of it is you can you can just tell by sight if you're picking yeah. up oh tomato plants for example and you've got yellowing leaves and you've got mm-hmm. distorted you know spots or something unusual going on there leave the plant at the store mm-hmm. and if mm-hmm. if something is 99 cents Mm, probably something is wrong. So, you know, mm-hmm. the, the thing to remember about many of the plants, those most bedding plants are annuals. Some of the, especially with the big box stores, um, those are being shipped here from the southern part of the country. Um, their growing season is different. Um, there's, there's a lot of things that are different from our northern cooler climate. Mm-hmm. And um, oftentimes, and this happened for sure this year, nobody could anticipate the cool April we had, but they had plants in in their nurse greenhouses um, that they're not covered. They, they can be because it's kind of outside. And right. so some of those plants have suffered a lot of cold damage. Mm-hmm. Um, generally, they're not going to come back from that. Or if they do, they struggle. You know, if, you're, if you planted cabbage, for example, and it was supposed to be 60 days or, you know, that kind of thing, <laughs> wait 120 days and you might get, Nothing. A, might get <laughs> yeah, a, you might. A, a head the size of a grapefruit if you're lucky. Yep. So it's really important to, you know, to pay attention. If something is too good of a deal, chances are leave it in the store. That, right, that would yeah. be my advice because, you know, I, I go to the sometimes, I mean, I know I need to get a life, but I just sometimes <laughs> go to some of these different, you know, greenhouses and the big box stores and I don't really buy it. I'm just like, I'm a secret shopper. I'm looking yeah, around, to, looking see, around to see and just, you know, because I find it be extremely interesting. But then I also get really frustrated when I see, you know, you know what, get a hose and water this stuff, would you? <laughs> Joyce, yeah. Joyce is probably you snitching know. the hose, looking for it. No, um, it's just... Um, it, it you know the, it's the stuff has to be cared for. Mm-hmm, yeah. Sometimes it's not, and you know there's all kinds of reasons for that. Um, if you do if you do buy stuff from a greenhouse, um, and it's been inside the greenhouse and it's been warm, we still are in a cooler climate that. Um, the greenhouse plants have been in a nice warm blanket almost. Right. So, so when you go put them outside, if you started seeds in your house, if you're buying from a greenhouse, don't just put them right out in the full sun in their little tray before you go plant them. Put There's them a in a shaded spot. Yeah, a hard knock, yes. yeah, because they haven't maybe been in wind. 
Right. Um, you do what I did like last weekend when there's a torrential downpour and you left mm-hmm. to go get some food and come back and you're like, oh, I left all my plants outside that I've been growing all winter. Oh, no. Are they okay? Yeah, they're fine. Okay, goodness. Because I put them in a shady spot, kind of protected, but they definitely, I was dumping out all the water. So you do want to be careful <laughs> if you yeah. bring them out, give them a time period that they're outside playing kind of like you would a toddler, right? Because right? they're babies. So put them out there for a little while, bring them back inside, put them back outside again the next Acclimate day. Acclimate them to yes. be ready to That's be key. outside. Yeah, because even the stuff you buy at the greenhouse. Now, if you go to one of these big box stores, theirs have been um, already through the gauntlet, I'll say, yes. and slapped outside. Some cases, snow. Yep, mm-hmm. <laughs> frost and snow. And if they survived that, they have gone through the gauntlet and they have survived I wouldn't worry about those, but okay. like greenhouse protected, like Valley Veggies has theirs out in their greenhouse too. Some is outside. Mm-hmm. So you definitely want to be careful when you just yeah. go slap them right outside. Right. And we were pretty careful out there to move them back in if yeah. we know we're getting bad weather yeah. or anything yeah. like that, yep. or it's going to get cold, they get protected. Yep. Um, so they're pretty acclimated. And I always tell people when they come out uh, to that farm to take a look um, because once in a while, once in a while, you'll find like the bonus plant, right? Yeah, that's the other thing I wanted to talk about is when you go pick these plants out, yeah. you're buying one plant, right? But sometimes somebody heavy-handed seeded them. So maybe <laughs> there's three or four plants yeah. in one that maybe have a little less thick of a stem on them, but they're still really good. I would pick that one right. over the one tomato plant in the thing. you can divide. Yes, yeah. and don't leave them all together. Divide mm-hmm. them out and then you have, you know, share them with somebody and consider it a bonus. One thing I would say about picking up your plants, um, right now it's we're definitely in the season where you should be planting the coal crops, and that's not mm-hmm. cold, it's coal, C-O-L-E. Mm-hmm. Some people confuse that. Um, it's actually in a little history lesson here. It's, it's a Latin word from collis, and it, it actually has to do with the stem of the plant. Okay, it's, mm. it's part of the uh, brassicas family. I mean, that's maybe more. Okay, so you're looking people. for like broccoli, cauliflower, yeah. cabbage, cabbage, Brussels sprouts, those kohlrabi. Kind of, yeah, I've had yep. mine in the ground for about two weeks now of those coal crops. Yeah, um, but actually haven't just a little spinach and what else did I plant? Um, Beets can go out now. Yeah, can't beets they? can go out now. Yeah, yeah. I need to get on but, the ball with my planting. But I know. Think of all the these thing things like, we can be canning. We haven't planted any potatoes or onions yet, and usually we try to do that by Mother's Day. Yeah. But um, it's a little too moist right now to right. be doing that. But yeah. Uh, and the other piece is, if you're looking for this is just a tip. If you're looking for seed potatoes, mm-hmm. there's uh, there there aren't a lot around anymore. I know that mm-hmm. um, we don't do commercials for any particular place, but. Drummer still has they them. They still have them. They still have mm-hmm. them, but most places don't have them. They just don't. They mm-hmm. they some places advertise they had them and they're gone. Mm-hmm. They, so if you're going to plant that, you know that ship is sailing. Right. <laughs> a couple of minutes left here. Let's talk about the education day. How how did that go? Oh, it was it was I. It was wonderful. Was it? We had about yeah. sixty two people that came, and you know, it's a there were four different presentations, so not everybody stayed for all the presentations. But it was so fun. Oh, good. Was Joyce just, was really good. Joyce had a good talk about her tomatoes. It was it was just such a fun day, and yeah. people had all kinds of fun questions, and and mm-hmm. people seemed to be enjoying themselves, and and you know we just it was just absolutely fabulous, yep. and uh, it was probably the best attended we've had in in a number of years. So um, again, you know that's kind of our mission. We do that every spring. 
But there's, when I think about it, there's no good reason why during the year we couldn't have other. Maybe others. we'll do it again. Maybe look, we'll look do it sooner. Committing because, right here because people, you know, people are <laughs> interested. Gardening is the number one. Uh, what do you call it? Hobby in the whole country. Oh, good. And even if people are planting a patio pot, is still gardening. You know. So, yeah. So um, I told my neighbor the other day. He's only six. I'm like, you realize you're a gardener, right? Because he's been out checking bugs with me. He's kind of my shadow in the garden. Right. Right. You know, he looks for the bugs more than or the strawberries. Sure. Those are his jam. Yeah. But yeah. Don't forget to bring cash or check to our sale, too. I want to make sure we say that. Cash or check cash to the or sale. Check. May 20th. Where is it located again? Messiah, Messiah Lutheran. Lutheran Church. So you come right up the hill into North Mankato, and it's right up the hill. 10 to 12. Plants sell out by 12, so get they there do. on get there time. there early, and there's going to be a wonderful selection. And if nothing else, if you just want to talk garden, just we'll, we'll talk. Yeah, we like <laughs> that out with you. Yep. Perfect. Uh, we'll be there. Our master gardener is Joyce and Kim in studio with us for Talk of the Town today. Good to see both of you, and happy growing. Good to see you. Yeah, Thank you. you as well. Thank you.